1: Hello. You can come on in the chat. Got some sage for you. I'm sage-ing. Hi, Linda.
2: Hi, beautiful Linda. Hello, hello. How are you? Here's some sage for you. I really need it today.
1: Been a wiki-wacky, good, but (laughs) wiki-wacky week.
2: He's still in transit. He should be coming in. We might get a text from him or a call from him during the show because he's supposed to be landing in Osaka At 8.30. I mean, he should be there now and landing now. So, yeah. He was in um, Taipei. Here's some sage. Sage, sage, sage. He was in um, Taipei, and that was, like, about, I guess, an hour or so ago. And... You know, Facebook is wiki wacky, so he couldn't really post. He just was like, Oh, you did? You've been there? Nice. Yeah, I was feeling all the clamped this today and yesterday, so I'm
1: gonna need some
2: need some hugs. Sage, sage, sage. Wow, the sage is burning again tonight like crazy. Whoo.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: It's an awe kind of feeling. Cause I, I got used to him being here. Hi, BJ. Hello. Give everybody a little bit more time to get in. Sage is coming to you.
1: Yeah, it's smoking tonight. Again, with the smoke.
2: I really like those emojis you send with the little vine. Those are so those are so pretty. Come on in the chat, we're about to get started, sage everybody. So, I'm just saying, welcome to the Indigo Room, and this is where we discuss all things spiritual, and by that I mean that we are non-physical spiritual beings having physical human experiences, life is supposed to be fun, it's supposed to be delicious, Even when it's a little wicky wacky, like it has been for me, so let's get started.
1: Keep it close, the game to go. Send the best to this yes, and let's go. Bring the to a higher plane. Manifest your world, shaking in one day. Tip up, make move, spy Change self up, work first, they can
2: get higher. talk first access to me to make to in you just got the So yes I Invite you So come on see how we do In the Indigo Room Welcome, welcome, welcome Welcome to the Indigo Room Hello everybody so good to be here with you tonight. Hi, Linda, Barb, BJ's in the house. I just finished staging everybody, so we still got the smoke coming in. And um, thank you for being here with us on a Wednesday night. You could be any place else, any place else, but you are joining us here in the Indigo Room. I'm in the news, you know, I'm moving around the apartment. So tonight, I'm. <laughs> I'm in a, a new new space. We got a little new space going on because uh, you know I just felt like being in my kitchen tonight. I don't know why. I don't know. Hope you can see me and hear me, okay? Yeah? Can everybody see me and hear me? Oh my God, the the internet has been wicky wacky today. Well, you know Mercury's still in retrograde. We'll be retrograde until the 28th. And, um, some of you don't believe all that and that's cool, but it affects communication and it affects, affects electronics. So, um, everything just went crazy today. Um, it also affects travel. So I hope that my son had good traveling, uh, you know, a good traveling experience. I put the electronic belt around to him last night and this morning and around my other son. So uh, he left yesterday, um, but it's Thursday for him, where he is now. And uh, let me move this over here, put the sage away a little bit. And um, he moved. He moved to Japan. I took him to the airport. I went with him to the airport yesterday. After work, we both work together at the um, Metropolitan Opera, and so I'm used to seeing him every morning, even before he moved in, you know, for the, since January 26th. He moved in since January 26th, and um, he's been here with me until, you know, he left yesterday, and we had a nice big party for him this weekend. It was great. Um, his birthday is March 18th, so we celebrated that, and um, it was a going-away party for him as well. So we had friends over, people that he hasn't seen in a long time, relatives that he hasn't seen in a long time, his godparents came. It was just such, he was so surprised. It was so nice. It was so much fun. And we were up until four o'clock in the morning because the time changed. And I forgot that the time was going to change. And one minute I was talking, you know, having a great time. And then somebody said, it's four o'clock in the morning. I was like, what? So then Sunday we spent time um, just hanging out with each other, and uh, he was packing, and we watched movies and ate snacks. And uh, he goes to bed really early. He's he gets up early in the morning and he goes to bed early in the at, at night. He's like you know a a, a farmhand. <laughs> so um, I just wanted to suck out all of the time I could spend with him. And then we went to work on Monday. And um, I was trying to post stuff today and Facebook and Instagram and the Internet was acting crazy. Even my even my Internet here um, went a little crazy. Well, I had to reboot the, the router today. So anyway, he landed in tai- Taipei. He didn't get to manage to post that um, when he landed a little uh, about an hour or so ago, um, maybe a little bit longer now. So, hopefully, right now he's in Osaka. So, my phone may ring, and, uh, or, you know, we get text messages or something from him once he lands because it's early in the morning there now. It's like uh, nine o'clock, I think. Or what time is it? Maybe 10, something like that in the morning. So, they have like almost 24 hours ahead of us. So, he's in tomorrow. Oh, yeah, my plants. Well, this is one of my plants. One of them. Oh, hi, Wanda. Wanda says, yes, Instagram and Facebook went down in certain parts of the world today. It was down in my world. Funke, double O's, double zero is here. Hi. Hi, Funke. I hope you had a great week um bj moore says i hear osaka is such a fantastic place i i've been to japan but i was in tokyo when i went i didn't get to go to osaka and um from what he says it's beautiful this is his fifth time in japan and i always tell him why don't you go someplace else he loves it he just loves going there he taught himself how to speak japanese Um, he's going to be starting a new job. He's going to be teaching people, teaching grade school children English, which if you knew Steven, that is hilarious because (laughs) when he was a little kid, he just didn't even have time for kids his own age. He was like, oh my God, mom, please do I have to play with them? He was an old man at at five, but, um, he's going to be a great teacher because he's just, he really is a great teacher. He has a lot of patience. He's funny, um, and he's just a really cool dude. And I miss him already because um, I got used to him being here with me. Even though it was such a short time, he was only here since January 26th because he has his own apartment and everything like that. He moved out when he was um, as soon as he graduated out of high out of college. He he got a job. Um, I told him to take you know some time. Hang out, relax uh for the summer once he graduated in May, and you know, just chill out and then in September start looking for a job and you know, get yourself together. Man, that Negro found a job by the end of September, the beginning of October, and then the next week of October, he found an apartment. He was out, he moved out. <laughs> He's been on his own ever since. So when he came back and he was here with me, um, He's just such a great, he was such a great roommate. I just miss his company. So now it's just me and the bird and the dog. So you may have to hug me tonight. <laughs> virtual, give virtual hugs. Um, But we are wishing him a wonderful, wonderful journey. I know it's going to be an extremely ex- wonderful experience. Um, My other son is in Texas. And uh, so we got on the phone last night and we, FaceTimed him and uh he was all I don't know why, he just didn't want to talk to us on FaceTime. So then we had to hang up and call him like a regular you know, three-way phone call. I don't
1: know. He's like, People are looking at me, Ma
2: <laughs> But anyway, um so we got him off and he's 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 gone. He's on his way. Well he's almost he should be there by now. And um Sean is in Texas, my other son is in Texas. I raised my kids to Make sure that they travel and do things before they settle down, right? Travel, have all of these wonderful experiences before you settle down with someone or have kids. And then it's difficult. It's hard to just pick up and move. Excuse me. It's hard to just pick up and move when you have, you know, responsibilities and you have other people um, that are depending on you. So do all of that now. Have your fun now visit new places live in new places meet new people um my dad used to take us camping when i was a kid and i've been across the country i've been around the world and um i just wanted that for my kids too so they took me up on on what i said which is a good thing but (laughs) now they're so far away anyway um, how was everybody's week? How was your week? Did you have a great week? Hey, G. G, I just want to say to you that I am so happy to hear about your son's progress and how well he's doing. Um, and I think he's doing well because he's got you as a dad. That's that's what I wanted to tell you. And you're not letting that, you're not letting him uh, fall down. So, that's a wonderful thing. Um, G's son was in a major car accident about two years ago, and we it did it looked it looked like he might not make it, but he did, and he's thriving, and he's doing so many amazing things. And every time G posts about him, I just get all for clumped. I get all like, what? So I'm just happy that your son is doing well as well. I just wanted to tell you that. In my voice, not just on a Facebook post. Um, okay, so we are doing Neville this week, which, you know, I always get excited when we do Neville. I do love the I Am Discourses, and I love them, but I just love Neville. Has anybody... Has everyone done the two cup method yet? Has anybody tried it? Don't tell me. I don't want to know if anything has happened yet. I don't, we don't want to talk about what you were trying to manifest or what you decided to manifest. Not trying. What you decided to manifest. Um, I just want to know if you, if you did the two cup method. Barb said my week was interesting. Okay. Thank you, Linda. We are going to tickle our amygdala. Yes. (laughs) Barb said, yes, I did it. Linda said, yes, I did it. Uh, You know, I think that you can do it as often as you want. I mean, as long as you let it go and you're not like, you know, stressing about it. Why not try it as often as you want? That's I did it already three times for three different things I also found this really i don't know if you guys have checked him out or you looked at him or not but this really cool um channel uh it's a law of tra- a law of attraction channel and this person his name is duche du- duche 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 i'll I'm going to make a um, playlist for for you guys, um, but it's guided meditations to help for you when you go to sleep and they are really, really great. And it's very relaxing. I shared them with my sons because they meditate as well. And um, I am finding him very helpful. So the commitment is that you use it. Well, you don't have to, but, I would suggest that you try um, to listen to him at night as you're drifting off to sleep. He reminds me of Neville in a way, you know, he's talking about um, how our subconscious, how we can change our subconscious thoughts, right? So one of the things we're going to be talking about now tonight is change your uh, attention, change your mindset, change the state of mind that you're in, and you will change your life. And so I just happened to be listening to my binaural beats and he came up accident, you know, not accidentally. Nothing is accidental. He came up. I didn't click on it. It just came up. And this is what happens when you like something or you like a video or you share a video or you listen to a video and, or you subscribe Stuff content comes up similar to what you're listening to. So I was listening to my binaural beats and then boom, this thing came up. I was like, well, who are you? But I really enjoyed him. So I'm going to create a playlist for you guys and you can check it out in the channel if you want. Um, but it's Law of Attraction Meditation is the name. And I can't really spell his, say his name is Duché, Duché. And he's just so calm and his voice is, reminds me of Neville because when I listen to Neville, Neville helps me get calm. He has such a calming sounding voice and I love listening to him when I, you know, find him on YouTube or, you know, click on the links that I have because I follow this um, channel called Watt 100 And... He has all of Neville's and that's who we were listening to and following in the beginning when we first found Neville because everything he has, he has so much Neville stuff. It's amazing. So, um, check it out. Barb said, yes, he's come up. And I listened to one of his guided meditations just part because I fell asleep. Well, he says, Oh, great. That's great. He says that, um, If you fall asleep, it's okay. It doesn't matter, you know, because you're still, your subconscious is picking up the, and he repeats it over and over. He has one video that's eight hours, and he just repeats the same thing over and over, and your subconscious is picking that up over and over. And Neville says that you want to do these things as you're drifting off to sleep. Because that's where the magic happens, right? So, um, yeah, there's no ads that interrupt, which is wonderful. I just go into the playlist and let it run. (laughs) My computer kicked, knocked itself out last night. And it just um, restarted and rebooted. But when I woke up this morning and I was re-listening to it, I was like, wait. And I'm saying, here's the thing. I was actually saying what he was saying as he was saying it, but I don't remember consciously hearing it when I first, because I fell asleep. But when I was awake, I was actually saying what he was saying, which I found very cool. So it does work. Uh It does work. Um, let me see. Hold on one second. Let me see if I can pull him up in a different, um, window. Oh, shoot. Okay. I didn't mean to do that, but all right, let me try this again. Let me pull him up in a different window and I'll give you his exact name because... It was very powerful for me. And I just found him this week. Well, he found me, like my bird. <laughs> I just found him. And I never saw him before. I never did. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Law of Attraction. I did subscribe. So let me see if he's in my subscriptions. Let me just type Law of Attraction Meditation in here. And... He should come up. Oh, okay. It's Douche. Duche. That's how he pronounced it. It's D-A-U-C-H-S-Y. And he has a ton of, let me see if I can get the link without it playing. And I will post the link in the chat. So, you can follow his channel. Okay. Welcome. Oh, there he goes. He's talking. This video is a. Can you hear him? I'm just going to play a little bit. Anything you want. Can you hear it?
0: You will be creating emotional, sensory rich thoughts and visualizations of what it feels like, looks like. And even smells like
2: you see his you voice
0: have what you want.
2: It's very calm, very the steady. More emotional,
0: the more real it becomes. As you continue to listen to this video, it will become more and more clear. It will become more and more powerful each and every time you listen. Yeah. You will find yourself living this experience so you observed in your mind. If you follow this formula, you can have
1: anything
0: you want. Unfortunately, even people who understand this formula can't discipline themselves for even the 30 days. So, I am challenging you to make a 30-day commitment right now. If you could follow this audio with focus and intention...
2: Okay, so that's him we're not going to listen to him right now you can listen to him on your own and uh, he talks about a 30 day commitment you know and we were doing 30 days in I am which ended March 6th so if you didn't join us with your 30 days of I am statements guess what (laughs) we're doing it again so you just come back in Go into, um, click the link, it is in the description below for our I am statements group and post for 30 days. Just keep posting for 30 days. That's it, focus on your I am statement, whatever that particular I am statement that you are doing for the 30 days, I mean, um, for that day, focus on that and share your I am statements with the group or, you know, steal somebody's in the groups. <laughs> You can steal mine. I didn't get to post today because Facebook was wicky wacky and I thought it was my phone. And I thought it was me, but turns out it was uh, Facebook and Instagram. But anyway, um, yeah, so you can do that. It's a commitment for 30 days. Commit to yourself. Commit to yourself. You're not committing to me, you know. I mean, I care if you do it, but... It's not, it's not a commitment to the Indigo Room. It's not a commitment to me. It's a commitment to yourself. It's a commitment to yourself to raise your own vibration. So, you know, we are in the Raise Your Vibe tribe this year. That's what the Indigo Room is focusing on for all of 2019. And this, these are ways that can help you. That's all. Just help you, help you, help you, help you. Okay. So we're gonna tickle our amygdala. I had to tickle my amygdala yesterday because not only was my son moving to Japan, but it was craziness at my job. We just it's just crazy at the at the Metropolitan Opera. So soon, I don't know. Soon, hopefully it'll, you know, calm out, calm down a little bit. And I can uh do more focusing on what I really want to do. Um so that's what I did today. I focused on what I really wanted to do, which is be here with you guys. and um I was home home today because I took off because you know it was all clumped. so we're going to tickle our amygdala and where is our amygdala, everyone? It's right here above your temple, right there. there's like two little almonds, and when they are clicked. Open, that gives you good feelings and it opens up your frontal lobe and it helps you to be able to focus, to create, to change your reality and not be in fear, doubt, worry, chaos, confusion. Because when your amygdala is closed, that's what happens. So if you're having wiki wacky, that's a really great hack, it's a brain hack to help you get out of. Whatever state of mind you may be in at the moment. So imagine that you have a feather in your hand. You're going to hold the feather in your hand, your right hand, your left hand, it doesn't matter. But imagine the feather, really, really get it in your mind what your feather looks like. Okay? And then you're going to feel the bristles of your feather. You can close your eyes right now, as long as you're not driving your car. Okay? So, or riding a bike or walking. So imagine that you have the feather in your hand. Imagine what the color of your feather is. And, of course, mine is purple and and gold. I just threw a little white in there because, you know, about the duck last week. Nobody said anything else about the duck. So you're going to raise your feather up to the center of your forehead. And you're going to slide it in. And then you're going to tickle your amygdala to the right. And you're going to tickle the amygdala to your left. And then you're going to take it out. And then you're done. I also found out that my nephew listens to my show. I had no idea. He says, Auntie, you know, I I tickle my amygdala. (laughs) I thought that was so cool. He said that he listens to the show, you know, and when he's. Driving or whatever, and it relaxes him. So that's a wonderful thing. So I'm going to still be here doing the show, at least for my nephew. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, we're doing Resurrection tonight. We're in Chapter 4. Uh, the call-in number is 605-313-4116. And the access code is four five seven nine hundred. Of course, Linda is on it. She probably put it in there before I even said it. And um, you can call in and we'll chit-chat with you. And it was so, oh, one more thing. BJ, BJ Moore, thank you so much for your love donation this week. Holy freaking moly. Thank you. Well, last week, actually, but, I, you know. Didn't get to say it until today, but thank you so much. You're so sweet. That was so wonderful. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, We are going to be reading chapter four. That's where we're starting. Chapter four, I think, is like two pages, and um, it's on page 24 if you have the book. If you don't have the book, I'm not sure where it is. Did I miss everybody? Did I say every, hello to everyone in the room? BJ, Linda, cuz there's people listening but I don't think everybody's in the in the chat. So, if I missed you, just wave. You don't have to stay in the chat, but you could say hello and so I know you're here. Controlled Reverie is what we're reading. BJ said, I look forward to Wednesdays just for this live chat. Evelyn. Hi, Evelyn. Welcome. Good to see you. Evelyn's been with us for a long time in the Indigo room. She started out with us in the beginning. And she's just back. Everybody's coming back because we all need this community, I feel. Well, spirit kicked my butt. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing, Sid? You know, you got to get back. You got to get back to work. So <laughs> I had to listen, because you know, if I didn't listen to Spirit, everything in my life was going crazy, was going chaotic, and I really believe and feel that we are all here on this plane in this plane. Still, the reason why we're still here is because we have work to do. I don't know what your work is, but I already made a commitment a long time to do this work, and um so I had to get back to doing this work. Nothing else is going to go right for me. It's like Seely in of uh, The Color Purple. <laughs> Nothing will go right for you until you do right by me. That's, what, that's, that's, that's that's my experience with spirit. They were kicking my behind. So here I am. <laughs> yes, way back, way back. Okay, so we are reading chapter four. Everyone. Is amenable, amenable to the same psychological laws which govern the ordinary hypnotic subject. It's funny that we found. You know what? Spirit is really interesting because <laughs> we're saying the hypnotic subject, because this is what Duche is talking about. Duche is talking about in his, he's not doing hypnosis on you, but it's sort of like that because it's trying to change your subconscious thoughts. Um, he is amiable amiable by control to control by suggestion in hypnosis. The objective senses are partly or totally suspended. That's what happens when you drift off to sleep and you're, you know, listening to yourself, you're changing your subconscious thoughts. However, no matter how profoundly the objective senses are locked in hypnosis, The subjective faculties are alert and the subject recognizes everything that goes on around him. The activity and power of the subjective mind are proportionate to the sleep of the objective mind. Suggestions which appear powerless when presented directly to objective consciousness are highly efficacious, efficacious when the subject is in the hypnotic state. The hypnotic state is simply being unaware objectively. In hypnosis, in hypnotism, the conscious mind is put to sleep and the subconscious powers are exposed so as to be directly reached by suggestion. So, this is why Neville says that the best time for us to change our subconscious thoughts, because our subconscious thoughts is what's running our world. Okay. It's not what you're thinking up here, you know, consciously while you're awake. It's the stuff that's running in the background that is creating our reality, right? So, if you have, what are some limiting thoughts that we have about, let's just say, let's take, for example, money? What could be some limiting thoughts? Write them in the chat. Some limiting thoughts about money that you may have heard. Somebody has said to you, maybe you grew up with somebody, has um, somebody you're living with now has that, has those thoughts, those thoughts and feelings about money. Money is the root of all evil. That's one, that's the biggest one, I think. Um. Wow, that's great, Evelyn. She says she's preparing to become a licensed science of mind prayer practitioner. Well, we need more of you. Thank you very much. So we will um you up, right, when you're done. We'll let folks know how to get in to- contact with you, of course. You're part of the Indigo Room, so we'll, we'll definitely celebrate that and promote it. Money doesn't grow on trees. Thank you, Barb. And Linda says, I can't afford a new car payment. Yeah, I can't afford it. That's really limiting. Barb says, I will never have enough money even though I work so hard. Oh, yeah. Woo. That's that's a rough one. I got one going on right now that I'm working on changing. (laughs) People say, are you going to visit your son in Japan? I go, well, I work at the Met. And right there, I had to catch myself this week because I said it a couple times. And then I was like, what are you talking about? That has nothing to do with you going to visit your son in Japan or in Texas. Limiting belief. BJ Moore, doesn't grow on trees. That's right. My father used to say that all the time. Or you think I'm made out of money? I was like, no. You don't look like you're made out of money, but you know, you usually have it. (laughs) Those are some limiting beliefs that we just have about money. So imagine now that's just one subject, right? Now imagine a whole host of subjects that we have limiting beliefs about. That's why I like this douche guy. I like him. I like his videos because I can put those on either my binaural beats or him, and I could put those on as I drift off to sleep. And I told you this morning, I woke up repeating what I heard last night, even though I was knocked the hell out. Barb said it bothered me to even type the negative statements. That's when you know that you're doing the work, right? So that is just one subject. Just one. Imagine all of the other subjects about relationships. Men are dogs. Women are you-know-what bitches. Right? So you want to have a great relationship, but you've got this subconscious nonsense running in the back of your mind that all men are bad or all women are bad. So this is what we have to change. This is what Neville's talking about. In hypnotism, the conscious uh, mind is put to sleep, and the subconscious powers are exposed so as to be directly reached by suggestion. It is easy to see from this, providing you accept the truth of mental suggestion, that they that anyone not objectively objectively aware of you, it wait let me say that again. It is easy to see from this, providing you accept the truth of mental suggestions that anyone not objectively objectively aware of you is in a profound hypnotic state relative to you. I think we're all walking around in hypnotic states to be truthful. They're just not hypnotic states that are good for us because we have all of these thoughts and ideas about whatever the subject is. Therefore, curse not the king, no, not in any in in thy thought and curse not the rich in thy bedchamber for a bird of the air shall carry the voice and that which which hath wings shall tell the matter that's in ecclesiastics ten twenty. what you sincerely believe is true of another you awaken within him so what we sincerely believe is true of another we awaken within them so if we believe you know that the king is evil then we awaken that in them the president is evil we awaken that within him that's why i had to take my attention off of the person in the white house to change my thoughts to change how i am looking at this whole situation no one need be entranced in the ordinary manner to be helped If the subject is consciously unaware of the suggestion, and if the suggestion is given with conviction and confidently accepted by the operator as true, then you have the ideal setting for a successful prayer. Represent the subject to yourself mentally as though he had already done that which you desire him to do. Mentally speak to him and congratulate him on having done what you want him to do. Mentally see him in the state you want him to obtain. Within the circle of its action, every word subjectively spoken awakens objectively what it affirms. Incredulity on the part of the subject is no hindrance when you are in control of your reverie. Can somebody look up what the word reverie, reverie means? Because I know what it means, but I want somebody to look it up and then post it in the chat. Can you somebody do that for me while I continue to read? Isn't paper money? Isn't paper money is literally made out of trees? It actually is. So money does kind of grow in trees. Grows in trees? <laughs> trees grow on money. I don't know. But not all money, right? Because we have coins, and um, but paper money, yes. But money really is subjective because back in the day, you know, we traded things. We traded, especially like in Africa, cowrie beads were the thing that if you had a lot of cowrie beads, it's what we wear in our hair now when we braid them. But if we had a lot of calorie beads, you were rich. You were considered rich. So it depends on what we all collectively decide is the exchange that we're going to use. So collectively, we have chosen now, I guess, not to use calorie beads or chickens and uh, goats and, and, and cows in exchange for services so we've we've decided that money is the exchange this this paper money and these coins but there was a time when it was gold gold was the exchange and in the united states gold used to be in back of the dollar so you could take a dollar and exchange it for gold way back when can't do that anymore that i don't that doesn't it does it's not it's not a part of our experience but you could go in to the Federal Reserve or you know a bank and say you know i want i want i want gold for my dollars because it's a note it's a federal reserve note it's not even money um, b j that evelyn said that's a good point b j so um We looked up reverie. Barb says it's a state of being pleasantly lost in one's thought, a daydream. So that's what Neville is talking about. Being pleasantly lost in your own reverie, in your daydream. Now, what does that mean? Being pleasantly lost in your imagination, in your imagination, because imagination creates. Wanda says a state of being lost in thoughts and daydream. BJ, currency of thought energy. Yeah, that's what money is. So if you don't think you have it, you better change your thought currency. Change your energy. Um we have Cleopatra over here, just so you know. She's I don't know what she's doing, but she may bark at any moment. That's a possibility. Bold assertions. She's trying to get under her blanket. Hold on a second. Yeah. ahead.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm back.
2: She's under her blanket now. Bold assertion by you while you are in a partly subjective state awakens what you affirm. Self-confidence on your part And the thorough belief in the truth of your mental assertion are all that is needed to produce results. Visualize the subject. So visualize the person or the subject or the the thing that you're trying to create, right? Visualize the subject and imagine that you hear his or her voice. Then imagine that he or she is telling you what you want to hear. If you want to send him words of health and wealth, then imagine that he is telling you, I have never felt better and I have never had more. And mentally tell him of your joy in witnessing his good fortune. Imagine that you see and hear his joy. Now, since all of us are here, there's like eight or nine of us here in the chat today, here in the show. We could do that for each other. Or I could do that for you. Right? I can imagine. So you guys will have to send me a clip of your voice. So I can imagine what you sound like. Ah, I'm giving you work. <laughs> you can email a clip of your voice at the indigo room at um the indigo room two at gmail.com so I can imagine me saying whatever I'm saying, or hearing you say what you're saying to me. How about that? So why don't you do that? Send me a clip of your voice so I can imagine what it is that you, it can only be one minute. You don't even have to put your your face in it. You just be your voice. Here, Sydney, here's a clip of my voice. Or just send me a clip of your voice and what you want me to imagine hearing, you hearing, I mean, me hearing you say. A mental conversation with the subjective image of another must be in a manner which does not express the slightest doubt as to the truth of what you hear and say. If you have the least idea that you do not believe what you have imagined, you have heard and seen, the subject will not comply. So you can imagine for me. But if you don't believe it, I can't comply. It won't work. So you have to be in the belief space. Okay? So if you're going to imagine something for another, you have to be in the belief space in order for them to receive it and comply. So you can't just be willy-nilly about it. It's just not going to (laughs) work. Um. Only uh if you have the uh wait, 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 where was I? Okay, only fixed ideas can awaken their vibratory correlates in those toward whom they are directed. In the controlled reverie, ideas must be suggested with the utmost care. If you do not control your imagination in the reverie, your imagination will control you. Whatever you suggest will with confidence is law to the subjective mind. It is under obligation to objectify that which you mentally affirm. Not only does the subject execute the state affirmed, but he does it as though the decision had come of itself or the idea had been originated by him. So, BJ says, imagine you're saying there are thousands watching your live chat, but not logged in right now. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, BJ. I like that. That works for me. Yes. Okay. That's cool. There are thousands logged into my chat. They're just not in the chat. There's thousands watching the view, watch viewing the uh live. Control of the subconscious is dominion over all. Each state obeys one's mind's mind's control. Control of the subconscious is accomplished through control of your beliefs, which in turn is the all-potent factor in the production of visible states. Imagination and faith are the secrets of creation. Okay, so... This is chapter four, but I want to ask you, what is imagination and faith to you? What is imagination? When you are imagining something, what are you doing? Are you watching yourself like on a video screen? I'm asking everybody. How are you you doing it? Because we need to get really clear and get back to the way Neville teaches us how to use our imagination. How are you, how are you viewing the things that you are wanting to create and manifest in your experience? Besides the two cup manifestation uh, method, which is awesome. One of my friends had a really great experience with it. I don't know if she's here tonight. Um, Sharon, um, when she came to the party for my son this week, told me about it. So I don't want to blow up her spot and, you know, I want her to be able to tell us, but she had a really great experience using the two cup method. And I remember when. Being absolutely engaged in the activity or state of mind that is so real that I forget I'm even imagining. Yes. You want to imagine that it 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 takes on the tones of reality. Like I am right now, just my glass, my, my thank you. She says thank you on my glass my mason jar. This is my glass of water. I want to be able to imagine myself touching the glass, clicking, feeling that, hearing my rings touch it. If I was trying to imagine uh, drinking a glass of water or somebody giving me a glass of water, I wanted, I wanted to take on the actual tones of of this reality that I'm in right now, sipping it. I can imagine sipping a glass of water. I can close my eyes and I can imagine it. That's why we do also imagining the feather, right? You can literally imagine a feather. You can actually put yourself in your imagination in another place and another time. We all do it all the time. You can be thinking about somebody who has passed away and all of a sudden you feel sad because they're not here with you right now. Or you can feel happy. Because in your imagination, you're embracing them and having a wonderful time. It's all up to our state of mind. So if you change the state of mind that you're in, you could literally change your life. So I'm missing my son. But then I close my eyes and I see him sitting on the couch. And we're laughing and we're talking and we're having a wonderful time. So my thoughts are being transmitted to him because he can accept that. Because I believe that, that he can accept and he can comply. So if he's feeling sad or lonely at at any time, in any given moment, he can also tap into, when he does his meditation, he can tap into what I'm sending him because we are all connected. We are all connected and that is real. So, being absolutely engaged in your imagination is key. And the best time to do that is when we're drifting off to sleep. That's why I like Duche, because he gets that. And his meditations are very powerful. So I'm going to go into, oh, now, now Facebook is working. <laughs> now, I'm getting, now I'm getting messages. OK, Facebook, whatever. So we're going to go a little read a little bit of more of chapter five. I'm not, I'm not going to read too much, but I do want to I do want to um, read a little bit more of chapter five. And then we're going to go a little bit longer tonight than normal. Just saying, just a little bit longer. So if you have the book was there any questions about chapter four, what we just read, what we just went over, any questions? Before we get into chapter five, please um, click the like button. Um, if you see it right there, click the like button. If you haven't subscribed to the Indigo Room, please do so. And thank you, Nicole Petronic. I just saw that you subscribed to the Indigo Room. That's another good friend of mine from Pennsylvania. Welcome. I don't know if you're listening or if you're in the chat, but I just saw that you subscribed. So thank you for, for joining us here. Um, Law of Thought Transmission. Um, He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. He transmitted the consciousness of health and it awoke its vibratory correlate in the one toward whom it was directed. He mentally represented the subject to himself in a state of health. And imagine he heard the subject confirm it, for no word of God shall be void of power. Therefore, hold fast the pattern of helpful thoughts which thou hast heard. To pray successfully, you must have clearly defined objectives. So you can't just be all over the place, you know, praying for every little thing all over the place. You got to be clearly defined because the universe don't play. Can't take a joke. It takes us at our word because our words are powerful. To pray successfully, you must have clearly defined objectives. You must know what you want before you can ask for it. You must know what you want before you can feel that you have it. And prayer is the feeling of fulfilled desires. It does not matter what it is. You seek in prayer or where it is, or whom it concerns, you have nothing to do but convince yourself of the truth that which you desire to see manifested. My Evelyn says, My word is the law whereunto it is where my word is the law whereunto it is spoken. Yes. Oh, wait, Bob said being absolutely engaged in activity or state of mind that is so real that I forget that I'm even imagining. Yes, exactly. So our word shall not um, return to us void. It shall not return to us void. Our word is power. What we speak, it comes from our thoughts. And what our thoughts and our words and our emotions are powerful, they create. It does not matter what you seek in prayer. or Oh, I said that already. When you emerge from prayer, you no longer seek. For you have, if you have prayed correctly, subconsciously, Assume the reality of the state sought. And by the law of reversibility, your subconscious assumption must objectify that which it affirms. That's why sometimes affirmations don't work because you don't believe it. But the more you say them, like they don't work right away, like right in the beginning. You're like, Sydney, I've been saying um, I am rich. Ain't nothing happened because you don't believe it. So no matter how many times you're going to say it, if you don't get yourself into the feeling of it and you don't allow yourself to feel it, it will not work for you. So that's why being in your imagination is so powerful and so helpful that when you're doing your I am statements and you're doing your imagination work, you start to go, well, yeah, that's right. I'm rich. I'm healthy. I'm wealthy. I am free. It starts to feel good because you start to believe it. And when you start to believe it, things start to change. That's imagination and faith working together. It is done for you according to your belief. Exactly, Evelyn. Exactly. We know this to be true. But sometimes we forget. And we need reminding. And that's why community is good. That's why we're here. Reminding each other. Because we're sharing. Everybody has some, everybody has a little tidbit to share. Everybody has something to share. And it is good. And it is powerful and it is delicious. And if you use it, it will work for you. You must have a conductor or to transmit a force. You may employ a wire, a jet of water, a current of air, a ray of light, or any intermediary whatsoever the principle of the photophone the photophone and you know you know when he wrote this right the photophone Ooh, the principle of the photophone or the transmission of voice by light will help you to understand thought transmission or the sending of a word to heal another There is a strong analogy between a spoken voice and a mental voice. To think is to speak low. To speak is to think aloud. The principle of the photophone is this. A ray of light is reflected by a mirror and projected to a receiver at a distant point. Back of the mirror is a mouthpiece. By speaking into the mouthpiece, you cause the mirror to vibrate. I love this part. The modified light has your speech to carry, not as speech, but as represented in its mechanical correlate. It reaches the distant station and impings on a disc within the receiver. It causes the disc to vibrate according to the modification it undergoes and it reproduces your voice. Sort of kind of what's happening right now, right? It reproduces my voice so that you can hear me. I am the light of the world. I am the knowledge that I exist is a light by means of which what passes in my mind Rendered is my mind is rendered visible. Y'all get that? I am the light of the world. I am the knowledge that I exist is a light by means of which what passes in my mind is rendered visible. Nothing in this world that we live in was not created, was everything that exists in this world that we live in was first created in imagination. These earrings, this computer, the ring, my lipstick, um, my hair, my body, because God had to imagine me to create me. Parents had to imagine having a baby before they had me. Right? So everything, everything that's in this picture right now that you're seeing, everything here was first imagined. The paint on the walls, this desk, the cups, the plant,
1: everything, the pictures, everything
2: was first imagined. Nothing can exist here without somebody imagining it first. It has to be a thought in our mind first, and then we use our hands or however to create it. It becomes a reality, but starts here. Starts here. So, what can you create? What are you What are you creating? You creating wiki wacky? You keep you let your imagination rule you, or you rule your imagination. It's up to us. Um, let's
1: see. Where are we? The the uh
2: memory or my ability to mentally see what is not objectively present proves that my mind is a mirror and so sensitive a mirror that it can reflect a thought. The perception of an image in memory is in no way differs as a visual act from the perception of my image in a mirror. The same principle of seeing is involved in both. So what you are seeing in the mirror and what's reflected in your mind has the same principle. It works the same way. I got all giddy when I reread this this last week. This week.
1: I was like, wait, wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. What you saying, devil? (laughs) You know how many times I've read this book? It didn't hit me the way it hit me this time. That's why we have to reread and reread stuff because it becomes a part of you. Um, Your beliefs, sorry, your consciousness is the light reflected in the mirror of your mind and projected in space to the one of whom you think. By mentally speaking to the subjective image in your mind, you cause the mirror of your mind to vibrate. Your vibrating mind modifies the light of consciousness reflected on it the modified light of consciousness reaches the one toward whom it is directed and impinges on the mirror of his mind or her mind. It causes his mind to vibrate according to the modifications it undergoes. Thus, it reproduces in him or her what was mentally affirmed by you. You did that. So I think what we're going to do next week is we're going to finish off reading um, chapter five and then jump into the I am statements because this is really important. And we're re- over an hour. Unless you want me to keep reading. If you want me to keep reading, then I'll keep reading. But if you got to go, because, you know, the show's supposed to be an hour and it's one hour and four minutes over. You can definitely call in. Um, Linda could put the, the phone number in the chat. But the number is 605-313-4116. And the access code is four five seven nine hundred. What are we reading? We're reading Resurrection by Neville. And we're in chapter five, which is, prayer the art of believing and law law of thought transmission law of thought transmission so is anybody on the line now let's look let's check and see did anybody call in nope just me it's okay all right so how do you feel what do you feel about what we just read tonight any thoughts, comments, suggestions you want to add to it? You want to take away from it? I am the light of the world. I am the knowledge that I exist. I just love that. Very powerful. Do you guys want me to continue? Or do you want, are you are you, are you tired? Ready to go?
1: Because I can go on. I don't mind.
2: I came in at the end, but I always love Neville. <laughs> yes, we all love Neville. Neville is just delicious. Okay. Everybody says, sure, I can hang on a bit. Keep reading. All right, I'll keep reading for a little bit longer. Um, so we're on page 28, and we're in Chapter 5, Law of Thought Transmission. Evelyn. Okay. Good night, Evelyn. Hopefully we get to see you next week and congratulations on becoming a science of mind practitioner, prayer, prayer practitioner. Bye. Your beliefs, your fixed attitudes of mind constantly modify your consciousness as it is reflected on the mirror of your mind, your consciousness modified by your beliefs, Objectifies itself, excuse me, in the conditions of your world. To change the world, to change the world, your world, you must first change your conception of it. To change a man, a woman, you must change your conception of him or her. You must believe them to be the people you want them to be and mentally ask them as the mentally talk to them as though they were. All men are sufficiently sensitive to reproduce your beliefs of them. Let me just tell you If you're using your imagination and you're reading Neville and you're doing your I am statements and you're you're really flexing that muscle and maybe the muscle might have been dormant for a while. And, you know, maybe you weren't doing all of your exercises like, you know, you should be doing that should, but you could be doing because I will not should on you. (laughs) I will not should on you. But maybe you're not, you know, you haven't flexed the muscle. I know my muscle was dormant for a while, so I had to get back in there and exercise. But my muscle has memory, just like water has memory. And as soon as I start flexing my muscle, things start popping, right? So when you're not exercising, right, when you're not using your body, you're not exercising, the the next time you start to exercise again, you say, oh, you know what? I got to get back to exercising. Your body feels like it was hit by a Mack truck. I know mine does anyway. You're just like, oh my God. Now, if you stop and you say, oh, I'm never going to do that again because it hurts. You're not going to get the results that you want to have when you exercise. Whether it's for, you know, losing weight or whether it's for toning up your body, whether it's for, you know, keeping your body healthy. You're just not going to get the results. You'll be slovenly and, you know, you go back to sitting on the couch and being a couch potato. I've done that too. So, when you start to use this muscle again or use it on purpose and be conscious that you're actually using it for good, you are going to have to do it often. Because, in the beginning, when you get back to doing it, things are not going to, you know not going to work right it's not going to happen right because you haven't been using it the muscle is is dormant so now you got to wake it back up and get into your imagination and start using that muscle and start flexing that muscle that's all that's all it is it's just use
1: you have to use it and then believe what you're doing
2: so If you are starting to use it, though, this is what I want to tell you, and you're using it a lot, you really can affect the world, not just your world, because we are all being affected by somebody's imagination who may be more powerful in their use of their imagination than we are right now, because, you know. We go, ah, all right, right, Sid. You know, it's not, it's not working. And then we go right back to the plantation. We go right back to our daily grind. We go right back to, however, it's been set up for us to move through this plane that we live. We, you know, we get up in the morning, we eat, we sleep, we, you know, we do this. We go, we do our little vacations. We go to work. We get our little money. We pay our income tax. We get upset because it's not enough. But we get back, you know, and that's the world that we live in. Not all of us but a lot of us, the majority of us live in that world. So happy to get a job. You know, you go to college. You're so happy to get your college education. You're so happy to get a job. He's just so happy to get a job. Right. I know I've been there too. And we just make, we move through our paces until, you know, we get old and die. That's not the way it's supposed to be, but we are living under somebody else's imagination. Somebody else is the imagination who's more powerful in their imaginary thoughts than us. And we agree. Everybody agrees that this is the way it's supposed to be. This is how you're supposed to live. I don't believe that I was born and put on this planet to just work and then pay bills and then drop dead. That's not what I believe. And that is not my goal. Shouldn't be any of our goals. I'm thinking. So I feel like we could really use our imagination, flex our muscle, get in there, work it out, work it, work, work, work that muscle and have the life that we choose to have to create. The one that we desire, the dreams that are inside of us, our desires and our dreams are our calling from our God self. That is God speaking to us, to you, to me. That's why I had to get back on had to get back on the job on this job I had to get back to work. Barb says I like when my muscles hurt a little because it means I'm doing the work and I will improve the same with mental work exactly. it's gonna hurt a little bit. Don't get scared, it's okay. let it hurt. But just know that that means you're doing the work, just like Barb says. That's, what it's, that's what's happening. Um, subjective words. Uh, wait a minute. All men are sufficiently sensitive to reproduce your beliefs of them. Therefore, if your word is not reproduced visibly in him toward whom it is sent, the cause can be found in you, not in the subject. That's because you didn't believe it, or I didn't believe it, we didn't believe it when we sent the word out. As soon as you believe in the truth of the state-affirmed results follow, everyone can be transformed. Every thought can be transmitted. Every thought can be visibly embodied. So we're going to stop there tonight that's on page 29 in chapter 5. So we're going to pick up um on the second paragraph the next time we do Neville, which I'm going to we're going to do this next week because we I feel like we need to do this next week. So we're going to do that next week along with our I am statements. And um I hope that you put this really in your spirit I hope that you have the book. I hope that you are reading along with us as we read. I hope you're highlighting it. I hope you are eating the words and eating the thought processes so that it becomes real to you. Um, funke Double Zero asked us, asked me if, you know, she thought we could do the two cup method more than once. I say, yeah, go ahead and try it. Like I said before, I've tried it already three times. So, um it's right along there with the I remember when. Linda, I saw your comment because um I didn't get a chance to comment on it because I was running around with my son, but I saw your comment on the video and you were saying that you had to listen to the I remember when a couple of times before you got it. So, I'm just going to I just want to reiterate a little bit about that again. Um the, I remember when, when you are in this space right here today um, and you are trying to create something else, you have to be in this space. Like when I was living in Pennsylvania, I was living in Pennsylvania at the time. When I would go into my imagination, and in my imagination, I would be in New York City. And in my imagination, in New York City, I would say, in my imagination, what I would say is, as I'm standing in New York City, I would say, I remember when I used to live in Pennsylvania, even though my physical body was living in Pennsylvania at the time, in that moment, I was living in New York, New York City, in my imagination. Because in your imagination, it's here now, right? It's not some distant place. It's right here, right now. So I would remember when I was living in Pennsylvania. I just wanted to say that in case it wasn't clear on the other video. Um, just so you could get that. So if I wanted a glass, Bernice, hi, welcome. If I wanted a glass of water and I didn't have it right now, I would close my mind, uh, close my eyes, and imagine in my mind, I am drinking a glass of water. And I could say, I remember when. I didn't
1: have a glass of water. Or, okay, we had a little bit
2: of a glitch. Am I back? I. I it looks like I'm back, but I don't know. Am I back? Hello. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, Barb. So let's say you don't have a car right now, but you want the car. So this experience right now, today, here, and now, in now reality, I don't have the car. I don't have the car. I close my eyes. I go into my imagination. I sit in the new car in my imagination. And I can say, I remember when I didn't have a car. Because now I do. The now is right now. The imagination is right now. So right now I have the car. And I could say, I remember when I didn't have the car. That's true. And when you get that, when it starts to be true for you, like, I remember when I didn't live in Pennsylvania. I remember when I lived in Pennsylvania. And that starts to click and it starts to be true. The universe now works. It starts to make that happen. All kinds of furniture starts moving. And you go, what, what, what? Next thing you know, you're living in New York. So that's why the I remember when um, technique, for me anyway, that's why I shared it, works great with the two cup method, I think, I feel. Does that make sense a little bit now? A little bit more? Makes it a little bit more? Makes it better to understand? So it's a trick you're playing on your mind. But once you keep doing it, then your mind goes, well, she can't be remembering living in Pennsylvania. If she's still living in Pennsylvania, she must be in New York. In order to be saying that, in order to be experiencing that, she must already be in New York. And then boom, 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 there you are in New York. Okay, so I hope that cleared up. A little bit more on the I remember when technique, if that makes it a little bit more clear. Just wanted to throw that out there. So I do want to um, invite you back next week. (laughs) We're doing the I am discourses. I am discourses. And we should be in Chapter 5 next week. And uh, last week we did Chapter 4. Yeah, we're in chapter five this next week. And we're going to finish up um, the chapter five of Neville as well next week. So we'll have two books. They're, they're intertwined and together. So I do want to thank you all for your great wishes for Stephen's new journey and Sean's new journey because he left in September. And my new journey now being um, an empty nester again. <laughs> I thought I was done with that and I had to experience it Again. So um, thank you all for your kind wishes and thoughts and prayers for him. And um, send me a little love because, you know, I'm feeling over now. But um, I hope you all have a great week. And I want to remind you to remember who you are. Remember that you are source energy right here in a physical body. Remember that you can be. Do and have anything that you desire. And remember, it's not being extraordinary that makes you unique. It is your uniqueness that makes you extraordinary. And thank you, Barb. Thank you, BJ. Thank you, Evelyn. Um, Barb said, thank you, Sydney, and much love to you and all the sweet group. BJ says, it's like pretending to live in the state you desire as if it's more real than the current state, and the current state is the past. Exactly. That's right. Your current state is the past. Linda said, thank you, everyone. That's exactly it. Thank you, Funke, 00 for being here. Thank you, Wanda. Thank you, um, G." Thank you, Nicole Petronic, for joining us. Bernice, thank you for being here. And um, thank you, Linda, for being the moderator, as you always are. So um, just click the link up here when you're ready to subscribe. And the new videos will be right here. We have playlists. So it'll be I Am Discourses will be there. And the um, resurrection is right here. Check out the description in the link below and remember to like comment and subscribe. Don't forget to ring the bell for notifications and we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye.
1: Step into
0: the world of power, loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse with family